Odd Conduit Media. Uh, gonna be we got a match. You are now listening to the Hey there, all you adventurers and trappers. Welcome to a side quest episode of... Hyrule Podcasters! I'm your co-host, Ben. And I'm your co-host, Pat. And usually, on this audio-only Let's Play, we venture through each game in Nintendo's Zelda franchise. Yep, but not this week! No, no, no! We are airing an episode of our friend Bill's podcast, Bill's JRPG, Adventures and Other Trappings. This is an extremely interesting episode format for me as an audio engineer, so let me know if I'm getting this right. Sure. A bunch of podcasters all record themselves playing the same section of a game. Correct. And then they submit the audio, and then Bill, or whoever his producer is, edits it together, so everybody's like kind of talking about the same stuff at the same time. Yeah, that's exactly right. So this is a spinoff of the Podcasters Assemble, which is mm. a podcast that they do this for movies. And I've actually submitted ones for The Matrix and The Matrix Resurrections for Podcasters Assemble. That's... Really cool, and sounds like a lot of audio engineering work, so hats off. I'm going to have to check this one out, too. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. What game are you What game are you playing? So, right now, we're playing Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, your favorite uh, Zelda game. Uh, <laughs> uh, why do you torture yourselves? You're all masochists. <laughs> well, I, I think it'll be fun to... What is it, the sixth dungeon that, that you're on on this episode? Yeah, the sixth palace, yep. The yep. sixth palace. Well, that's pretty deep in the game. That's a hard palace from what I remember. So I'm sure it's going to be fun to listen to everybody struggle through it kind of at the same time. Ugh, I'm having flashbacks to Iron Knuckles and Bubbles. Oh, this is, this is bound to be an exciting piece of podcast art. Yeah, and on this week's episode, we have Troidal Power, yep. Brett from Skeleton House, what? Scott from the RPG After Years, no way. Bill from RPG The After Years, Bill! you got me, you. and we got two <laughs> friends from Discord who don't have podcasts, but are just super cool people and decided to contribute. Wow, we got real life amateurs hanging out. This might be the beginning of their careers as podcasters. Shout out to Jay and Frost. Jay and Frost. Bringing the heat. Bringing the heat. Bringing the heat. Keeping it hot. Keeping it spicy. Hey, if you like what you hear, Bill's JRPG Adventures and Other Trappings has a lot of episodes. Got some Pokemon Blue going on. Got some Fantasy Star 2 going on. Check it out. I hope you like the episode. Oh yeah, in the language in this episode, it's a little spicy. So you might want to hide your children. You've been warned. And of course... <laughs> Excuse me. Hey everyone, is your co-host Ben from the Hyrule Podcasters. I am Jay, and you can find me right here on the Super Switch Club podcast, or on Bill's Trappings podcast, depending on how you're listening. Hello, this is Scott, one of the co-hosts of the RPG After Years podcast, as well as Variety Twitch streamer over at twitch.tv slash the underscore Scott underscore spot. Hi, Bill. It's Shroidal Power from the Power Playthroughs Podcast. Hey, folks. This is Brett from Skeleton House. Hi, this is Bill from Bill's JRPG Adventures and Other Trappings Podcast. Uh, these are my thoughts on the journey to and through the Hidden Palace. Coming at you today to talk about 
Palace 6 in The Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Today, we are going to talk about Zelda 2's Sixth Palace. And this is, once again, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, Palace 6. And welcome to The Zelda 2 Project, The Adventure of Podcasters! <laughs> oh, I finally remembered the old title. Yes, hello everybody, and welcome back to another wonderful, wondrous episode of Bill's JRPG Adventures and Other Trappings podcast, or the Super Switch Club, depending on where you happen to be listening to this. And yes, <laughs> good luck, Eric. I'm going to make you edit most of those episodes. I mean, um, yeah, we're going to work it really hard together. Uh, yes, so Zelda 2 people, and I hope you all had a lot of joy with Palace 5. Palace 5 had its ups and downs, but we were able to get out of there with our weird... Um, um, I'm pretty sure it's Bong. Yeah, me, me and Skelly decided it's a Bong. So you find your Bong in Palace 5, and then you head out into the world, ready to, to search out for Palace 6. I wonder what adventures we'll meet our friends along the way. So I don't remember much about getting to the Hidden Palace because I did it, like, literally four months ago and then stopped playing. Um, but what I remember is that there's a hidden city that you have to find and i don't think there's any indication of where it is and then the palace itself is in you have to like stand between some rocks and blow your flute to get you up listen i gave up and started using a guide because this game was just too obtuse for me now my co-host patrick and i played this about seven months ago and this was the part in the game where i really felt like the difficulty spike was almost unbearable. All right, so we start off here by leaving the palace. It's been so long once again that I have no idea where I am, who I am, what I was doing, what I'm supposed to be doing. None of that matters because I'm using a guide. So shameless guide using. I don't, I don't care. Nobody at me, you know. So you've finished off palaces one through five. You've gotten lost a bunch. You've had to find all sorts of things. Now... Outside of one difficult puzzle uh, where you have to find a hidden village, the enemies in this section just rock your face up. When we last left off, we picked up the flute in Palace 5. This will allow us to get past that pesky river devil blocking the road to the southern half of the eastern continent. So for me, the first thing I did was I walked down south to the big giant hairy spider because I think Skelly mentioned it at the end of the last episode and I hit him over the head with my bong and the bong smashed, the bong water went all over the thing and off we went, it, it melted away the spider and so we were able to wander off down through a valley and we we come out at a lovely, lovely uh, graveyard? Wow, there's a lot of death in this game. <laughs> so we go uh, south apparently and we used the flute that I think was the item that we got from Palace 5 to get past this creature that's actually kind of terrifying looking on the world map called the uh, the River Devil. It looks like a giant like black dead tree or like a giant squid or something. I don't know. I'm kind of surprised it just leaves when you play the flute, like you don't have to fight it or anything. We start with this path after getting the River Devil out of the way. And that first path where you have the Lizalfoses throwing rocks at you, they are just snipers. Just, no matter what you do, it seems like those rocks just end up hitting you every single time that you're trying to move around this place. But anyway, once you're past that, you go through this like narrow path on the map and you have to go through three enemy encounters where there's these lizard guys. I'm assuming they're supposed to be Lizalfos, um, are like, just like chucking rocks at you from over the fence. They're like peeking up over the fence and just, you know, beating you with rocks, which is quite rude. I, I didn't care for that. But luckily, they're not too hard to dodge. You just have to like sort of not run as fast as you can and just, you know, kind of stop and let, let the rocks pass and then go or slow down or whatever. 
This part has a Home Alone fence with a bunch of the neighbors from Home Alone shooting fireballs at us. I don't know what this is supposed to be. On the road south of where the devil once stood, we get thrown into combat encounters that include these tall walls with rock-throwing lizards perched atop them, out of range of Link's sword hurling insults down upon him. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberries. After a few encounters with these insult-hurling French lizards, we reach the open section of the continent. Okay, and there's a graveyard here? Uh, Except for the flying eyeball guys are invisible this time. Awesome. The first thing I spot is a town to the south. This happens to be Old Casuto. What makes it old is that it appears to have been abandoned, and it's filled with what seem to be invisible enemies. And the enemies... uh, There's another Home Alone fence, and the enemies are invisible here too? Is my game broken? Okay, I I game over it. I jumped in some lava. I don't think I'm supposed to be over here yet. I'm just getting hurt. By nothing. I went into like a lava area. Do I need a red tunic? So then you're in this whole new huge section that has a swamp area, it has a desert area. It just makes life uh, really difficult with how expansive it is. And there's not a easily accessible town in this section that allows you to get your uh, healing back to get your uh, magic back, which just all leads you know, to this section of the game easily being one of the most difficult, especially because you have that initial gauntlet that you have to walk through. Then we have a cave in this wooded area here, which leads out to another side. It looks like this is a secret tile. Nope. Okay, there has to be a secret tile in this forest somewhere. I've played video games before. Or not? Can I walk into the water somewhere? Nope. Okay, well, that. Sucks. I happened to be wandering around and uh, I came across a heart container. Yep, no battles, nothing like that. <laughs> well, there were battles on the over map, but there was no battles in this particular screen. Just it transitioned into what I thought was going to be a fight. And th- yeah, there was a heart container. So yeah, bully me. So you make it past them and then uh, make it to another like g- pretty generic area of the map. There's like a swamp and a forest and some bridges you can cross and all of that. Uh, I think I found a pee bag in a cave to the north or something. Now I've realized Zelda 2 has made me into a genius of gameplay. I walked over, I could see a town sitting down there southwest, just 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 to the west of these three stone pillars in the middle of the thing. And there's a bridge to cross it. And of course we all know what that means when there's a bridge to cross. There's gonna be something in the way. Oh, we're gonna have to. It's gonna throw lots of enemies at us. They're probably gonna sap our EXP, and it's gonna suck. But Bill has grown smart. Bill turns into a fairy. <laughs> I go to the top of the screen, and I transition all the way to the other end without any problems whatsoever. Haha, <laughs> Gannon, you think you're smart, do you? You can't outsmart me, you bastard. I've got you. Me and my fairy spell. We're going places. We are. Hey, oh god, I found the town, thank god. Oh, I gotta cross a shitty bridge. With the f***ing Medusa head dinosaur skulls jumping at me. Link takes a beating just trying to get to the first house where I find an open door. I go to the bottom of the stairs of that house and an old man tells me to come back when I'm ready. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but there doesn't seem to be much more I can do here. Oh, the palette here is so nice. Like, what? Why am I getting hurt? Casuto, strange... It is deserted. I'm gonna die reading that sign. Okay, uh, that town sucks. I can't go back in there or else I will die. So I can't even explore it. So the first thing that you're somehow supposed to figure out is to locate the first, uh, the, the, the town of Kasutu. Um, and this place uh, is you walk into it and you just start getting, you just start losing life. Just right off the bat. You know, nothing nothing else happens to you. Um, you just, uh, yeah, you just get, uh, you just start getting hit for no reason. And so you don't really know what's going on there. Okay, I think I've scoured every part of this continent. I am going to go back to that village that's just killing me. Oh, I don't get hurt inside the houses. That's nice. Wizard, the town is dead. Look east in woods. All right. Well, uh, you know, that's some direction, I guess. Yeah, all these buildings, they got like chunks out of them. 
come to find out that there are invisible enemies in this town, which is just terrible. Okay, well, let's look through every tile in these woods, I guess. Surely it doesn't mean the woods to the east through that cave, because I already checked all the tiles. Maybe it's a trigger talking to the wizard? And then the guide led me astray, because here's what happened. Here's what happened. I got into the hidden palace, and I couldn't find keys I needed. And I had my fairy spell, but the fairy spell would only get you so far because you use up all your magic. And then I looked at the guide, and it talked about how in that hidden town, there was a thing where at the very edge of town was a, a secret ability or whatever that means you never need to have keys again. You can just you can just go through all the keys. And I was like, this is great. I'm going to go get that ability. Okay, nope, wasn't the tiny forest past the cave that seems to have no actual use. So let's go check out the gigantic forest before the cave and walk back through the cave again. This forest is huge. How am I supposed to check every time? Oh, I found it. I found it. Holy fuck, that took forever. Okay, we're in like a Stonehenge area with the pea bag. It's not just the XP bag, is it? It just appears to be the XP bag. Okay, maybe the wizard meant a different thing in the forest and then i saw on the world map that there was like a town nearby and i was pretty hurt at this point so it's like okay let's go to the town so you have to cross two danger bridges to get there and then you get there and i think the town is called old casudo and like you just die immediately for no reason no reason um everyone in this town there isn't anyone in this town this town's full of monsters that I can't see. Why can I not see these monsters? Uh, right. I'm kind of thinking at this point. There's. I'm not supposed to be in this town. I'm obviously supposed to get an item so I can see the monsters. Or maybe return it back to townism or whatever it is. Because this place is dead. Okay, I entered every tile in this gigantic ass forest. And I just found the one with the XP bag. But maybe it triggered something for the wizard. I'm going to go back and talk to the wizard. The town is dead. Look east in woods. Oh, dude. Yeah, I have no... I have no... Hold on. We can... We can travel along the area that kills us. We haven't been all the way past there yet. No, this this can't be the way to go. There's a bunch of invisible dudes that keep on knocking me into lava and I got another fucking game over. I think... Uh, I think I might have to look up what to do because I don't fucking know. So, I saved and reloaded my save state like 20 times before I was like, okay, this isn't working. So, I go back out. I ferry back across the bridge. <laughs> I like that ferry. And then... Yeah, I stand in between these three stones. I mash a few buttons. Everything goes still for a second because I've turned the sound off. And then, yes, the palace. Palace 6 rises out of the desert. (sighs) Comes bursting out of the sand. And I triumphantly walk in to the the palace a bit too early. Oh, shit. What have I done? Use the hammer on one of the four squares once you get to the other end of the cave to reveal a new town, New Kasuto. What the fuck, dude? I almost made it through the entire goddamn game without having to look shit up, and then you tell me that I have to use a hammer in the fucking woods, a thing we have never done before because the hammer only works on rocks. But okay, game. Okay, fuck you. So, here I am. I'm supposed to be doing something else on the world map, which I now know about. <laughs> I'm wandering through Palace 6, thinking I'm pretty bad boy. This is really easy. I thought there'd be a bit more side questing before this, but there was no side quest before Palace 5, so maybe the game's just given up on it. But no, I'm going through and I'm finding lots of locked doors. I'm like, okay, I know how to get past the locked door. I'll ferry through it. You know, I must have had to have turned left somewhere or something, gone a different direction and found the key. I didn't, I got to the door, I can't bother to go back, I'm just going to ferry through. But no, I keep ferrying through doors, and ferrying through more doors, and ferrying through more doors. I'm not finding any keys in this place. I'm getting completely lost, and I'm just like, what's going on? Am I, uh, what, what the hell's happening? So, I did the logical thing that everybody else would do. I go to mikesrpgcenter.com, ha ha ha, Zelda 2 guide! And yeah, I found out there's a whole blooming side quest that I'm supposed to do to get a magical key that opens up every single locked door. 
so time to backtrack out this to out this bloody palace or throw myself into a pit five times <laughs> see I'm smart getting smart at this game I am I just want to reiterate, like, the hammer isn't even an item that you use in the overworld. It's just a thing when you walk in front of boulders, you just hit the button, and then the boulder explodes. That's it. Like, it doesn't show Link swinging a hammer. You can't swing the hammer if you're just standing on a tile. It's just, like, a boulder go away button. Luckily, I remember from playing this game as a child that old Kasuto was deserted, and its residents are now in new Kasuto. I also remember that new Kasuto is hidden, and you have to chop down trees in the forest with a hammer to find it. So I journey through a cave to the north and come out on the northern shore of this section of the continent and start chopping down trees. Oh, I found it. It's just in the fucking woods, hiding under some trees I hammered open. Hidden town of Kasuto. Fuck you. I know you're supposed to go to New Kasuto next as part of the progression, but I didn't know that. And I guess I wasn't following the guide closely enough. It just said go to Kasuto. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize there were two Kasutos. So anyway, I managed to find the cave, go through the cave, and I get to this little corpse of trees, and I'm like, walking around it, expecting to fall into a village at any point, you know, like we did with Errors mate, who, you know, he was just in a tile, in a bush. I'm walking around, I'm getting into fights. I just keep walking, keep walking around, still getting into fights. Oh, there's nothing here. Back to my RPG Center. <laughs> My favourite place in the world at the moment. You're supposed to use a hammer to smash the trees to reveal the town. And it's only on a certain tile. So I smashed a lot of trees before I found the right one that contained the town. All the while getting into fights. And once you get into a fight as well, when you come back to the open map, those trees have regrown. They are the fastest growing trees in the world. Jesus Christ, game. Honestly, I don't know why I remembered this from playing it as a kid, but if I didn't, I absolutely would have had to use a guide here because I don't remember very many clues telling me where to find this. And so what you end up having to do uh, is you end up having to find uh, in a random tile in a forest after you have gone through a cave, uh, you have to find a random tile to use the hammer on. And I will say this is probably the only piece of the game so far that I have really found to just be absurd. Okay, I found the wizard. Come back when you are ready. Okay, so I heard in the Discord you need all of the magic potion things that upgrade your magic meter. Uh, and apparently I'm missing one somewhere, somewhere in the world. I don't know which one I'm missing. I don't know where it is. Um, so good thing I already broke the seal on not using a guide, because fuck that. I am not sure what you are supposed to do to know to use the hammer to knock down trees. You can't... It's not like the hammer knocked at, knocks down all trees, in which case you could say, like, oh, okay, like, this is just part of the game and just what you have to do. You just have to find this random tile, and uh, we, we were looking at a map uh, when we were playing, and we still struggled to find the right tile somehow and press the button uh, at the same time. Wait, call for help at the three-eye rocks. Oh, maybe that's where the final one is. I can just, like, blow my flute at those rocks. That's, yeah, yeah, I don't have to look at the guide. I don't have to look. I'm totally self-sufficient. And then at the end of this town, there's just a gigantic wall, which I can't even ferry over. So that is interesting. Um, and then you have to like go to like kind of work your way through the mountains in another cave. And then you find um, new Kasuto, but you have to like hammer away with your hammer parts of the forest to uncover it. And this was a problem for me because I would like hammer a block and then I would get attacked by enemies. And then after the enemy encounter, the pieces of the forest that you hammered would be back. So it's like you had to pretty much know exactly which one you were going for. As we explore the town, we come across a house with a fireplace that you can enter like a door. Inside there you get a spell that's simply called Spell, and not a lot of clear intent on in how it's used. But if you travel all the way to the end of the town where you hit a wall and cast the Spell spell, a giant hut will raise from the ground with a tall door Inside is the magic key, so we no longer need to worry about collecting keys in the remaining palaces. 
And so then I walked into town and the first thing I met was an old lady who was like, oh, you don't have enough magic power for me to help you. And I was like, what do you mean, old lady? And so I looked at the guide and the guide was like, there's an old lady at the edge of town. You have to have all the magic pots hidden from around the map in order to talk to her. And so I was like, all right, cool. So I decided it was time to backtrack. And I went wandering around the world looking for magic pots. And I did that for way too long. And then I was like, what am I doing? And I got a guide up and I followed the instructions for the guide and I went and got all the magic pots that you can get. And then I went back to the lady and I talked to her and she's like, oh, you sure got all your magic abilities now. And then you didn't need to do that to get the thing that lets you go through all the locked doors. It was a side quest. It was unnecessary. But the guide led me astray. So that's just uh, that's just the way it goes. But w once you're in here, uh, it's pretty standard in terms of what's going to happen. Uh, you're going to talk to a, a lady. Uh, she's going to introduce you to her uh, uh, old uncle uh, that's chilling in the cavern. He's going to give you a magic spell. Uh, and then you're pretty much going to use that instantaneously in the same town to get the magical key. Uh, which is great, uh, except for the fact that, you know, there's only two dungeons left and, um, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a lame item to get this late in the game, I have to say. Uh, but they do do the same thing in The Legend of Zelda, uh, where you get the magical key, I think, in the eighth dungeon, which does make uh, Turtle Rock a lot easier in that game. Uh, but it is kind of like a lame thing to get towards the ends. Do you have the seven magic containers? Asked this lady. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, fuck. So you go into Casudo, or new Casudo rather, and you learn that all the villagers had to flee old Casudo because it got took over by monsters or some shit. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, and then the thing that you have to do here is you got to get the spell spell, which <laughs> that naming convention, though, I don't even know. <laughs> So I finally find this bloody hidden city of Katsuo. Katsuo. Is that? Katsuo, Canada. No, it's Canada. No, Tetsuo. Oh, Tetsuo, that's what I'm thinking of. It's Tetsuo, isn't it? From uh, from Akira. Oh, I need to rewatch that. I haven't seen that ages. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, finally, in Katsuo, there's an old woman who invites you into her basements, which, you know, we're very familiar with, but she will give you the final magic container. It's the final magic container! The final magic container! Anyway... Anyway, and um, <laughs> yeah, and then um, uh, there's and then in another one, uh, you can climb in to a uh, a fireplace, which uh, I got. I'm getting good at this, you know. I, I managed to find it all by myself. And there's an old man trapped in the dungeon down there who would teach you the spell. Spell. <laughs> it's just uh, the spell had such a ridiculous name. Okay, before we look at the guide, we're going to go back. There were three boulders in, like, a triangle. I'm going to go blow my flute at them. Maybe something will happen. Oh, I blew my flute at the rocks, and the thing appeared. Oh, God, it's the castle palace. <laughs> I'll come back later. The hole in palace is endless trap. Oh, that sounds not great. Okay, no, yeah, it's seven, and then one, I guess. Oh, fuck. Which one am I missing? But the thing is, the wizard won't give you the spell if you don't have eight magic containers. And so even if you have level eight magic, uh, you won't have you won't have enough like containers to get it from this wizard. Uh, so you're supposed to get your last magic container from this uh, old lady in town, but she only has the the you, she makes you, she won't give it to you unless you have every other magic container. And so there are actually four magic containers that are optional on the map, just kind of hidden away. And I guess I didn't have all of them. All right. Maze Island? Where the fuck was Maze Island, dude? It's been so long. Just why? Why do you call a spell spell? Like, come on. Spell. Yeah, spell. We're going to call it spell because we're Nintendo. We do whatever we want. God, this game is getting to me, guys. It's getting to me. So, I had to fight my way all the way back through the the, the Lizalfos fence areas, 
through all that shit, and I started looking uh, for the magic containers. And of course, the one that I had missed, I I was only missing one, uh, was the last one I checked. So I like went all the way through fucking <laughs> Death Mountain, uh, Nabooru, and all these other places that were just kind of a pain in the ass to get to. Finally, the one that I was missing is literally in the one in the cave right by the Zelda's palace, the North Palace or whatever it's called. So right by the beginning of the game. I'm like, fuck me, are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. Oh, you just have to take the long way despite seeing that it's the long way in this maze to get to the... Okay. Oh, there it is, the last one. I just had to happen to step on the right fuck pile when I was back here like six months ago. Sick. All right, cool. Let's head back to fucking New Donk City or whatever we hid in the woods. So then I fought my way all the way back through those folks fences again and all the other shit that comes with that. Got back to Kasudo. She gave me the magic container, learned the spell spell, and all that does is at the end of the village, there's like a a wall, just like a, a, a wall. And then you you use the spell spell and this thing rises from the ceiling. And I don't even remember what you why you had to do that. Like what happens when you get there. Huh. Oh right. Magical key. Which opens all keys in all dungeons. So that, that's really badass. And I don't but I'm not convinced it's gonna make the palaces any easier. Alright, now time to make the walk through Tim Allen's fucked up backyard for the fucking thirtieth time. You deserve my help. Follow me. Now I deserve your help. I'm saving the fucking world. There is a secret at edge of town. And she's got a fucking mana potion in her room. She can just fucking give it to me? Alright, we got max magic now. I guess we're missing one health thing somewhere in the world, but uh, I'm not looking for it. Zelda, I've come up to bat for you so many times, but this session fucking sucks. Remember the magic word. We got the <laughs> we got the spell spell. What the fuck does that do? So you get told by somebody in the village. I don't remember exactly where. That if you go to the, like this triangle of rocks in the desert nearby and play your flute, that uh you know something will happen. So you go and do that, and then Palace Six rises from the sand like it's an air like a Final Fantasy airship. And uh, that was my first session. I stopped there. I wanted to save the palace for another session. I bet you I have to use it at the uh, the big thing at the edge of town, though. What fucking tower is rising from the earth? There's a key. Maybe I needed that to get into the palace? Okay, well, regardless, uh, fuck. This was by far the worst before palace section that I have seen in this game so far. And I think it's the last one, because I think after this we just go right to the grand palace. But I don't know. This part, fuck, sucks. Ah, but before we enter Palace 6, I made a slight detour back to the place. I was thinking, hey, I did the other town. I'll go back to the other town before I go into Palace 6. And, yeah, there were still monsters around, but uh, if you go in the first door, there's a guy down there. And because I've got the final magic container, he taught me the spell Thunder. <laughs> I I will never use this spell. Apart from, I think, there's one scripted boss fight where I have to. Anyway, on to Palace 6. So the, the next thing you have to do is um, you were given a hint somewhere along the lines um, that uh, you should play the flute uh, in between the triangle of rocks in the desert. And this is where you get the hidden palace, which is great uh, because we are now in our last palace that we need to place a crystal in. So here we go. Now I do. Now Mike's RPG Center hasn't got all the RPGs in the world. Uh, it has got uh, Seventh Saga for you people who are keeping up with the list games on the RPG After Years. Yeah, Seventh Seventh Saga is there is a guide for it on Mike's RPG Center. It hasn't got a lot of guides. It's probably got about twenty to thirty guides. But they're all excellent, and I happen to use it for Sword of a Million as well. So I thoroughly recommend it. I think at some point I've got to play Buck Rogers, and this seems to be the only place in the world where there exists the guide Buck Rogers. But yeah, I do thoroughly suggest going to mikesrpgcenter.com if you want to use a nice guide for some older games, like Link Zelda 2. Yeah, yeah, good. Having collected all the goodies available in New Kasudo, we are on our way to the palace. There are three rocks in a triangle pattern in the desert in the center of this section of the continent. Luckily, I remember that the palace is brought forth by playing the flute between these three rocks. 
Link plays a few bars, and the palace rises out of the desert sand. And we are off to place the final crystal before the Grand Palace. And apparently, this spell is only used to do one thing, which is to cast it at the end of town. Now, luckily, the NPCs walking around town do pretty much spell this out for you. It's not, like, very cryptic. But it's really cool. Big thing, I'm crushing out of the desert again. Although we're in a forest. And uh, there's a big cave. You go into the cave. And within the cave is the magic key. Which will allow you to open all the places inside the palace. So back I go. Back I delve deep into the depths of Palace 6. So this palace uh, is kind of a beautiful, like, ruby red color. It's actually quite aesthetically pleasing for, for Zelda 2. This palace has a few spots where you can fall down pits to lower levels. And the first one of these spots we encountered actually acts as an infinite loop, where if you fall down through all four levels, you are dropped back into the top level. Oh, Palace 6. You and your locked doors that I now have the key to open. And you and your terrible pitfalls. Oh, the terrible, terrible pitfalls. This palace after the last two, I found to be a little more straightforward. Um, you pretty much have to, you know, do the thing where you go all the way to the right, you get some stuff, you come back, you go all the way to the right, you do some stuff, you come back. You go to the boss. Um, the biggest struggle I had in this palace happened in the room right before you get the cross. There's a long room you go through that has a couple sections of floor that are actually fall through. The floor is an illusion. And if Link walks, goes to walk across it, he falls down to the next level and you have to backtrack through a few rooms, go up an elevator and make your way over there again. And I have to tell you, I probably fell through this floor, you know, a dozen times before I finally got it you know and you'd hope that you know, you do something smart like just use fairy and go over it but then you run into a wall of blocks that stop you from going any further as a fairy it got to the point where I had to um, use save states just before I got to the, the floor and try to time my jump you know for whatever reason I just did could not grasp where the last good tile of floor was <laughs> to start my jump and where I had to get to uh, by the way, I ended up having to re like retreat at, at, like more than twice in this dungeon to like go back to the the entrance and you know you, how you can attack the statues at the entrance, the iron knuckle statues, and they'll either turn into an iron knuckle or they'll drop uh, a magic potion. So I ended up relying on the, those magic potions and you know just kind of sc save scumming through all of this. This uh, they they do have some cool things where you have to have they have like the the endless falling uh, pit. Uh, which I always liked that just that as a mechanic. Aside from the room with the invisible hole in the floor, the other really unfair room in this palace is a room with a bunch of lava pits and those flying horse heads that knock you off as you're jumping from platform to platform. I lost one life there falling into the lava. Uh, and of course, they just have uh, difficult bad guys all over the place. We actually get our boy, the Iron Knuckle, uh, back on the Iron Horse, uh, we get him now as a mini boss, which is something that you know I always really like to see in video games in general when they bring back bosses uh, to be mini bosses. And it starts off simply enough. The one thing that really annoyed me is there, there's a lot of whiz robes in this palace, and uh, you know you have the only way to kill them is with the reflect spell. But of course, magic is at a premium in this palace, and well, not just this palace, the whole damn game. So you don't want to like waste magic using reflect just to kill those guys. So I ended up just like dodging them as best as I could, jumping over them and shit. One neat thing this palace had that I forgot to mention uh, when I was going over the getting the cross is that this uh, palace has a couple places where you fight a mini boss. So you walk into a random room and all of a sudden the boss uh, UI comes up 
and you face the uh, boss from the third palace, the blue dark nut riding a horse. Um, granted, that boss is much easier now, but it was kind of cool. There was one that guarded the room where you had to go to get to the cross, and then there's another one later just before you get to the palace boss. And the first thing that comes to mind in this palace that's quote-unquote interesting is there's a, a hallway you go through where there is a pit that you have to... That it's just like an invisible pit. Just like the invisible wall in the last palace, there's a pit in here. You fall through it, and if you fall through it, you have to go back through you know, a couple of the dangerous hallways, ride an elevator back up to where you were, and of course there's one of those boomerang mace-throwing guys just waiting and ready for you at the top of the elevator, which is just total ass bullshit. Yeah, there's a key. Okay, so we did need to, to do all that bullshit. Oh, the KKK guys are back. Oh, shit, we can just... So then the, the rest of the dungeon um, is, is pretty straightforward. You know, you're just... Um, they're pretty much throwing kind of every bad guy at you. You know, you're going to get lots of blue iron knuckles. You're going to get red iron knuckles. Uh, you're going to get lava pits, you know, that have dragon heads and miases in it. Um, it's just... Uh, um, uh, it's a very, it's a very difficult. You can tell you're getting towards the ends. The good thing about me being maxed out, I can just ignore all these fucking pee bags. I can just run past all these enemies. I don't care, dude. Uh, so eventually, you have to fight a, a boss from an earlier palace to get further, and it's a, it's just the iron knuckle that rides on the horse. So that wasn't too bad. Of course, the iron knuckle, they're the blue iron knuckles, so they still suck. I beat that palace. I think there's only one left. I'm really excited to say that I've played through Zelda two. I like, like, I'm looking forward to saying, yeah, yeah, I beat Zelda 2, even though I hate it. It's a dumb game for bad people. Oh, hey, miniboss. Oh, it's the horse guy. It's the dude riding the horse ghost motorcycle. Yeah, so you also, there's a like a Link doll that you can get to, but you have to ferry to that as well, which is total ass because it's like at the very end of the dungeon. And there's like a couple of those, you know, evil bubbles or whatever they're called, the skull heads that sap your magic, just bouncing around quickly. By the way, the bubbles are super fast in this palace, and I hate it. And they, uh, they, you know, they sap your magic when you touch them, so it's like taking all your magic here. Okay, we got another mini-boss. Who's this now? I have no magic left. Uh, two-thirds. Oh, it's another. It's the night guy again. That's boring. How do I? I can't remember how to hit him. I fought him, like, a minute ago. Oh, so, yeah, there's basically, once you get through the first bit of this palace, there's kind of, there's a couple of, like, mini-bosses, um, which are the, um... Uh, they're the 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 blue blue f- nuts on horses. You know, I learned you can kill the uh, Medusa heads in this lava pit room. It's it's a lot easier. And here is th- th- by the way, there's also another uh, iron knuckle boss fight somewhere in here. Yeah, I made it through mini boss two. Uh, only fell in the lava once, and we got another key. Hurry! A thing we absolutely don't need at all. And there are f- ah! nuts galore. Galore. It's a gloriness of f- ah! That's oh, it's just, it's game. It's, it's getting there. It's getting to me. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it is. As we make our way towards the end of this palace, uh, we hit a, another set of rooms where you have to fall down a pit to the next level. And in the second room, you have to turn into a fairy before you fall down into the third level. So that, that way you can get to a hallway that's all the way over to the right and fly through. This area evokes memories of playing Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark on the Atari 2600. That game had a spot where you needed to fall off a cliff and then strike your whip at a tree branch at just the right time to swing into a cave. But those were Atari hitboxes, so it was nearly impossible. It makes the hitboxes in this game seem very generous. Alright, let's start this f***ing palace. Um, I, I didn't like totally abuse the save states, but it was definitely uh, worse than Palace Five. Uh, give me, you're gonna give me some fucking ah! XP. You're gonna give me another life. Whatever, I'm gonna lose that life in a second when I fall down a pit. I don't care. You have no power over me, video game. Uh, there are also some sneaky sections um, where you have to use fairy to get across uh, a lava pit, and there are um, lava droplets that are falling down on top of you. Um, but you know. Just having come off the last dungeon, you know, the biggest thing is there's not some secret wall that you have to just, you know, hope that you stumble upon, right? And that that in the end is just going to make life uh, just a lot easier. I think that key we got was like a super key because I'm just opening doors left and right. The actual palace itself sucked. 
These palaces all suck. I wish they all had a map. I think I should just, you know what I should have done is I should have played this whole game, all of Zelda 2, with a map of the dungeon up next to me because I don't like getting lost in them. And this one especially, there's a spot where you have to like fall and fall and fall and you land in different areas. It just sucks. This game's terrible and I hate it, Bill, and I wish I wasn't playing Zelda 2. What? I fell down a pit that I couldn't see? Do I have to like ferry over that pit? Maybe I have to ferry over that pit. I don't remember where it was. And then there's a pit you have to cross... And you have to use the fairy spell to cross it. And this is sort of getting to what, the, the terrible thing about this dungeon. But I'll save that for, for, for another minute. Yo, jump is actually the best spell in this game. I'm just fucking leaping over all these idiots. Ah, oh, I fell in the pit. Fuck. Can I ferry back up? Nope. Son of a bitch. Wait, did I just soft lock myself? How do you unferry? Because now I'm a fairy and I have to break these blocks to the left of me or these blocks to the right of me. But, uh... How do I... Oh, well... I can't even die. There's nothing here to kill me. How do I get out of the fairy spells? Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link by Pesquids four years ago. When I was in the Hidden Palace, I encountered an invisible hole in the ground. I decided to use the fairy spell to fly up and out. I was wrong and I had to be Link to cut some blocks. Nothing could kill me. How do I get out of this mess? Accept an answer by Galley of the Sea? You can't, except by dying or leaving the screen. Unfortunately, there are a few places in the game where you can suck. The only solution is to reset the game or press up and A on the second controller and accept the game over. Okay, let me, uh... Figure out how to set up a second controller for a sec. Here's the ass thing about the dungeon. There is a part where you have to fall down a screen. And then there, there's like a corridor in the wall that there's no floor to jump to it from. So if you don't like get into this corridor, you fall down another screen. And then you have to loop back all around and do this like terrible loop thing to get back there. What you're meant to do is fall down into that screen and immediately use fairy in midair and then you fly through there. Not bad, That's uh, if you know that's what you're supposed to do. But the issue here is that there is a... Uh, th- th- I think this is... You know, Zelda 2 is not a good game, but it's mostly just not a good game because it's so fucking hard. This, I would say, is just like bad game design because the dungeon is designed to sap you of your magic and you need magic to get to the boss at the very end of it. And of course, if you're like me, then that means you're going into the boss with no magic. And, you know, you never want to fight a boss without magic because then you can't put a shield up. You can't restore health if you need to. It's bullshit. Okay, so I just had to figure out how to force a game over using a second controller and then back at Sleeping Zelda. So we got to let's go all the way back through the entire game and then through Tim Allen's Funhouse Dungeon. And we'll just, yeah, make it back to the fucking palace. Ah, motherfucker, I fell in the pit. I used all my magic to heal. Now I can't use the jump spell to get out of this fucking section. Oh, kill me. Just kill me. But, you know, after about 30 minutes of suffering with this one false floor, then I finally get through and I get the cross. And now we can focus in on, uh, you know, getting to the palace boss and wrapping this up. Hey, a key. I don't need keys, though, because I have the infinite key. Oh, I got a cross. What does this do? Probably lets me see see the ghosts, if I had to guess. Or, you know, those invisible fuckers back in the graveyard. And what we get here is we get the uh, the final item, which is the cross. Which, you know, interestingly, um, you know, Nintendo of America was pretty big on uh, getting rid of any kind of religious paraphernalia uh, in their games. And this is a pretty prominent one that they ended up not removing. Uh, which is kind of interesting because, you know, from a, from a game development standpoint, it only appears here where you hold it above your head, and then it's in your inventory. So you think it'd be pretty easy to swap that icon out. So it's it, it's it's interesting that they decided that um, this wasn't that big of a deal to uh, to have it uh, here in the game. You have to kill these nuts to get the, the cross. But luckily, if you do fall down past that boss corridor, there's another Iron Uncle statue back there. So if you use a save state, then you can restore your magic there by, you know, just attacking it until it drops a potion instead of turning into a, a living iron knuckle. But it, I don't know what you would do without save states. I guess you would just, like, go back to the beginning of the dungeon and ho- hope for better luck next time. Like, hope you get there with more magic. I don't know, but that's... Oh, I hate it. The f***ing stupid Zelda 2. I think the only way I can go now... I saw some pits earlier, which I jumped over. I think I just have to fall in the pits. And if I die, I will game over and have to walk all the way back. So, it's a win-win. Okay, falling in this pit. Let's see if that's the solution. It is! I'm so smart. Oh, this is the endless pit that lady was talking about. 
Cool, another XP bag. I'm glad I'm going to lose all that XP the next time I game over in like 10 seconds. Do I have to fall in here? That looks like lava. Yeah, that's lava. Son of a bitch. Oh, I had to use the spell spell probably. Fuck! But on your way there, there is a pit that you can fall into. And it's a never-ending pit. It will just constantly circle through the various different pits. And the very worst thing about this pit... The very worst thing about this pit is that you have to hit the third floor to be able to continue into the palace. Third floor. Alright, let me pop over to Discord real quick. This is by far the worst part of the game. Holy shit. I hate this <gasps> game, dude. Oh my god. I punched in the lava. Uh, the only other example of bad game design I can really think of is um, A, how those wolf heads respawn endlessly the floating wolf heads, I hate those and then that one room in Palace 3 where you're fighting like a blue iron knuckle with a really low ceiling uh, that was terrible too on the plus side, like the fucking 8th or ninth time you're here, it's just a, it's pretty much a straight line I got knocked into the lava twice before even making it back to where I was alright, walk back baby, let's go so I defeat the first fight on the horse to get the cross. I fall into a pit, <laughs> which I can thankfully climb out. And then I finally look up, look into the guides and go, okay, I can see my way through. So I care, I'm careful with my falling. I fall nice and easily. Fall myself way down so I can get myself an extra linky. Yes, there's an extra life sitting in this basement. Thank fuck for that. Thank fuck nuts for that, eh? <laughs> Ah. And anyway, then there's one last falling pit which you have to go through in order to get to the boss. It's called Perseverance. None of you freaking millennials in your save states and you're looking up walkthroughs. This is how this is how you, you really enjoy a video game, just by doing the same fucking shit over and over and over and then failing the same spot. Oh, I gotta sneeze. Hold on. Alright, sneeze over. Where was I? Yeah, don't know any, any, uh, what's the word? You know where you're like, uh, you don't got no willpower, there's no drive. All you, all you do is eat, watch your TikTok. After a few frustrating challenges and a couple cheap deaths, I finally get to the boss room on my final life and only about half health. Um, we do get our iron knuckle on the horse one more time, which is always uh, always a fun thing to, to see him come back. Uh, and then we finally make it to the end, and we get to fight Barba. You get to the boss. Apparently, it's this, it's this dragon serpent called Barba. It has like three lava pits, and it rises out of one of the three pits randomly. I don't know about you guys, but I just stayed on the single platform that I was on. I wasn't like jumping between platforms to try and get to Barba. Oh, whoops, I started another mini-boss, but I am a fairy. <laughs> it's a dragon! What the fuck? Well, this sucks. Have we fought a dragon before? So I've finally fallen my last pit, and I've fallen myself down into the boss room. And... Wow. <laughs> Just wow. I think this is probably my favourite boss fight in Zelda 2 so far. It's a big dragon that comes out of these flaming pits. So Barba wasn't too bad. It's just like the pinpoint accuracy you have to hit, have to like jump up and hit him in the head with your sword, which is of course its weak spot, is a little too accurate for me. I got, I got, I got, I got knocked into the fucking water. I'm so tilted. I got knocked on the walk back. I got knocked into the water twice. I have a single life left. I haven't even. Fuck it. Game over me. Game over me. Let's start again. This isn't too difficult, you know. You just once you've done it, once you've had a look at it, and you've done it twice. It's just like okay. I can get this now. He fires out. Sometimes he doesn't always cover the whole platform when he breathes out fire. And you've just got to kind of jump and hit him as he's coming up and out. So you just got to make sure you're jumping to the right platforms and then jumping back across to hit him at the right moments. I remember this boss being really tough when I was a kid. So I'm kind of expecting to lose and have to start back at Princess Zelda. So I try to, I try to take this conservative with a chance to get it in the first shot. I end up just standing still on one platform, and I discover that if I don't move, the dra this dragon comes up out of the lava, spits fire at me that falls just short of my feet, and then goes back down. And if I just wait for him to come in front of me, I can strike his head once on the way up, once on the way down, and after a minute or so, 
easy victory. Way easier than I remember it, and kind of a letdown as this cool dragon sticking his head out of the lava pits was like one of the big selling features from the commercial for the game. It got what I ended up. My strategy ended up being was using shield and jump right before the boss, and then having the better jump made it easier to dodge its fire breath and shield. You know, just kept me alive longer. Okay, we're back at the dragon mini boss. I think I can just bypass all these guys, but uh, I'm not for unknown reasons. Hooray! Another fucking key. Absolutely worthless. Uh, and it was really fun. It this really felt like an old school NES game boss at this point. It was just like. I feel like I've played this boss a million times in a million different games. It felt like 200 Sonic bosses, loads of Mario bosses. It was just like, finally, this was a boss that they got right, you know? The, but the thing is, you're not really in danger of dying here. Well, you're not in danger of dying by losing your health. What, what goes wrong is that if you're not standing just right, the dragon's fire breath can knock you into the lava, and of course, that's an instant death. So that's the hard part about this boss, but honestly, it wasn't too bad. With At least with save scumming, it wasn't too bad. This is uh, a, a pretty great fight um, from what the game has taught us to do, right? So you have uh, platforming, you have projectiles, you have to use the jump spells. So that way you can hit Barba in Barba's head. And, uh, and yeah, I, I feel like it's a really good culmination of what the game has been teaching us this entire time. Uh, which is, you know, how to do action adventure, right? You got to be jumping between the platforms. Uh, you got to be timing your attacks well. Uh, you need to be dodging the projectiles that are going to be coming at you. I'm not saying some of the ones are bad. They're just okay. This one was just like, this is fun. There's a big giant dragon head coming out of the floor and it's breathing fire on me and I've got a duck, dive, dodge, dip and dive and dodge. Ah, what? Dodge, duck, dive, dip, and dodge. My way to victory. And that is what I did. Anyway, glad to be done with this palace. We place our final crystal. Uh, so, you know, once you defeat him, you get to uh, place your final crystal. Uh, you're going to gain a level at this point. But yeah, beat the boss. Of course, I was at 8,536 experience. Out of 9,000. I'm already leveled up all the way, but I was like, really? Can I just, like, <laughs> I should have killed five more Iron Knuckles at some point. Womp womp. Uh, but it doesn't matter, I guess. Oh, it's the end of the palace. What the fuck? That was the boss? Okay. Uh, I feel like I could have went many more places, but did not. But I beat the palace. I don't give a fuck, dude. That was kind of anticlimactic. I was victorious. I slayed thine dragon. I moved Onuf into the next of room, holding my cross. I can't remember what the cross is for. <laughs> and I placed my cross in my ass as I put my crystal into the thing. And the palace disintegrates, giving me lots of EXP. A glorious EXP. Moving me up a level into, I think I've got all sevens now. Yep, all level sevens. Still got a whole level to go, which I don't think I'll reach. <laughs> But there I was. Palace 6 was done. And just like that, that we now have good the lights in this other room. All right, let's go check it out. Let's go check it out. What do you think? Should we go check it out? I think we should go check it out. Okay, so now we're back in this room. It seems like we're on a platform I'm dodging, chains. I'm trying to dodge things left and right here. And we're going to get lowered into the boss fight once we reflect the sunlight that we've brought into this room onto this sun. Yep. Oh, it's so creepy when its eyes I open, know. you know? It totally freaks me out. All right. So we get lowered down. So we're back into the um, arena with mm. um, the Colossus room. Mm -hmm. And we're just staring at the face. You know what? Let's just keep uh 
Oh, yep. Look, Keep I'm shining, shining light. light on yep. stuff. Oh, yeah, you shine light on the giant goddess statue, and her face crumbles off, making way for now just a hole with a gate behind it. And Ben uses his long shot. Bang, there we go. We are now across the gate, and we are entering the door. You know, when they first showed that entrance. I pull out my sword and my demo. shield. Mm-hmm. Aha, and here are the twins. Here are the twins. Ha, 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 ha. Looks like someone is here. Hmm. Yeah, looks like it, Cortec, eh? Hmm. What an outrageous fellow he is to intrude so boldly into our temple. We should teach. Odd Conduit Media.